0: Chelsea Crawford is a registered dietitian from San Antonio, Texas. Prior to COVID, she managed a teaching kitchen while offering counseling services in a community setting. This is where she found her desire to help moms like her lose weight and prioritize their health. She believes weight loss should include all foods and is more about sustainable changes, building healthy habits, and most importantly, learning how to prepare quick, delicious meals. So nice to have you, Chelsea. So excited to hear all about you. Tell everyone where they can find you.
1: Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram at weightloss.org.moms.
0: Amazing. So that's very clear. I would love to hear about uh, a little bit more about where you started out versus where you are now.
1: Yeah, so when I started my Instagram, I mean, I've honestly not been super involved in social media, so I was kind of all over the place. I was posting things about their kids and how to get their kids to eat, and I was just kind of posting anything and everything nutrition related, but not necessarily for moms, and so I was just kind of all over the place. And so I definitely now going through the program have a lot more direction and know exactly, you know, what things to talk about and how to best do the market research to figure out
0: what those things are. That's great. So you already kind of, you knew that you wanted to work with moms, but you didn't know exactly what to post or how to speak to them in a way that would be effective for your business. Yes, absolutely. And I heard in your bio that you actually used to manage a teaching kitchen, which sounds fun, and COVID kind of shut that down.
1: Yes. So that had been something I had done for three years. I actually started that program and I had lots of fun doing it, but while I was there, I really, I really learned a lot about who I wanted to help a little bit more clearly, because it was the parents who were struggling with what to eat and how to prepare healthy meals.
0: So that was a great experience and segue for you to start your own business. Absolutely, yes. So tell me a little bit more about the type of clients you work with, what your current niche is. So what
1: I actually do is I have an in-person practice that is pediatrics, but I really, this is where the Instagram came from. I really wanted to work with moms and I wanted to help them achieve weight loss. So I work with moms who are really busy and who feel like they don't have the time to take care of themselves. And I know what it feels like to want to lose weight, but feel like you don't have the time to do it. And so I wanted to be that support system for moms. And I, I understand where they're coming from. And I totally understand the mom guilt and the overwhelm of motherhood. And so that is why I know this is a perfect niche for me.
0: That is amazing. So interesting that it shifted. So you started out, it sounds like in peds, but then you realized who you really had a heart for helping was the moms who wanted to lose weight specifically.
1: Right. So I have an insurance base. So kind of these kind of two started at the same time. I had started an insurance based practice as I was kind of planning to leave my community teaching kitchen role, and then COVID happened, and I decided to just shift it and try to do more online and focus on the Instagram because I knew that I would be more fulfilled seeing and helping moms lose weight.
0: Amazing and the opportunity just couldn't have been better timing with COVID kind of forces us all into virtual, whether we're ready or not, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. It was, uh, it was, it's a challenging thing, but it definitely helped push me in the right direction that I needed to go.
0: So was that, since you had this dream, it sounds like the seed was planted that you wanted to start this private practice. Was COVID the actual event that led you to take Action on your dreams. So,
1: COVID is what made me accept and move forward a bit quicker. But what actually had let me down, wanting to have my own private practice, was the the limited amount of vacation and pay that you get as a dietitian. I, you know, of course, spend more time with family, but I actually have a deep love for travel. And so it was the fact that I was always limited on that. And so I wanted to be able to spend more time traveling. And so I knew I had to have my own business for that.
0: I love it. And let's all just hope and pray. I was thinking about this, that Libby single-handedly shifts the pay scale for dietitians, because as more and more dietitians realize how much more they can make in private practice, they're going to have to pay people more who are doing the clinical work, right? Because it's just the only way. And I'm super excited about that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, you know, I knew you could make more money, but I never really grasped what the opportunities were with a private practice until now.
0: I'm just going to say that the, the pay for dietitians is tragic in our country. And I'm so proud of you for branching out to figure out how to make more money for yourself. And it sounds like a big part of the dream was wanting to be able to have the freedom to travel, which is so exciting. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So what one or two tips do you have for listeners about how to effectively build the know, like, and trust factor?
1: So I feel like this is something I continue to work and grow on, but I think it's being yourself. So when I started off uh, talking in my stories, my sister was like, you just sound too professional. She's like, you sound like you're talking to a client. And I was like, okay, you're right. And so I started to try to just be myself because I also felt like I left out a lot of my personality when I was imagining talking to uh, people I didn't know or clients. And so really, I think it's about looking. One thing I did learn is I don't like to see myself when I do stories. So if I'm not looking at myself, I do much better. And so I have a stand and I flip the camera around so I can't see it and then I just talk like I'm talking to a friend and that is how I have found I can be myself and kind of build that know, like, and trust factor much better.
0: That's such a great tip because it is distracting to see yourself. So flip the camera around and just do it that way so you're just talking to the little camera hole like it's your friend.
1: Yeah, because I mean, I would see like a hair going crazy or be like, oh, I need lipstick. And like, it was just too, I would analyze myself too much looking at myself. So now I'm just like, I don't care what this video looks like. I'm going to post it.
0: So funny. I think Libby's created a monster. She. I remember she told me in the beginning that my captions sounded like you're reading a research paper <laughs> and now I'm on stories with my hair in every direction and no makeup and probably people wish I would be a little bit more composed but you know no that's not true being yourself is absolutely the best tip just go for it people will like you more for being authentic not being always put together cuz look you know it's reality and I think I would rather work with someone who I know is real and not always put together is too intimidating.
1: Yeah. And I think if you think about the people that you tend to watch on social media, they are not the ones that are super professional and always hair, makeup done. And especially for my niche as moms, like, <laughs> they're not put together all the time. And so that's why I'm like, okay, I have to, I have to be real here and not you know, step away to put on makeup before doing a story.
0: Yes, yes, love it. So let go of the perfectionism, let people get to know the real you, help them feel more secure and more just confident in knowing that you don't have to be perfect all the time. I love that, especially moms. Yes, absolutely. Can you talk about money? How much have you made so far? What are your goals short term and long term?
1: Yeah, so the goal setting piece was challenging for me because I don't think that I had an idea of really what this process looked like. But to date, I made $1,200. So I'm right at my three month mark. And so I made $1,200. And each week, I'm seeing better insights and things are growing. So I think that is where I've shifted kind of my goals is not to just be money related exactly, but also, you know, am I improving? Am I making sure my message is clear? Am I getting clear? Am I asking for that help? And so that is really where my kind of shift has been. My goal is really to, no matter what, continue growing, but I understand that takes some time to get there and as long as i see progress then i'm going in the right direction i have this crazy long-term goal that i've told my family about to kind of hold me accountable but because i love travel one of my favorite places is costa rica my goal is buying a house in costa rica so that all of my family and um we can all get together there and hang out and in that special place and so i don't really have a time frame for that my thoughts are you know 10 years but honestly i really hope it's 5 but that is really my long term goal is not exact money amount just that i might be able to do that
0: i love that goal that is such a fun fun goal and such a great frame of mind like that you're focusing on doing your best, you're not comparing yourself to others, you're comparing yourself to yourself so that every month that you make progress, you are acknowledging the momentum more than sort of being upset that you didn't meet some specific goal. I love that.
1: Yes, and you know, I think that's just the, the thing you can't do is compare yourself to others. We are all different, we started at different places, we have different backgrounds. And so, you know, you've got to just make your own goals based off of what, what you feel is going to be a challenge, but something that's also realistic at the same time.
0: I love it because you are a mom, you're trying to manage a lot of things. And basically, it sounds like your goal is to show up, to keep progressing, to keep going and keep shifting and changing and being coachable just to make sure that you're Getting going in the right direction. Yep, absolutely. That is great, great advice. So, since you've done a couple of different types of business now in the dietetics field, can you walk us through your experience specifically using social media or Instagram to grow your business?
1: Yeah, so. You know, I think what I learned as I got started, and I would listen to Libby's podcast and her, you know, watch her Instagram and everything, is I just kind of learned for a while. I was just posting random pictures, and then I learned, okay, like you have to have, you have to give them some content. And so then I learned about Canva, and I started using that to create posts, but. I was just really still kind of all over the place. And I just learned that that wasn't wasn't what people who were following me necessarily wanted because I wasn't getting much interaction, nor did I ever say that I had a service to sell until I joined Libby's group. So I don't really know what I was thinking, but I was trying to sell things without saying that I was selling things.
0: I had the same experience. Like they will just figure out that that's that I can help them if I post pictures of my dog and food.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. It's like,
0: huh?
1: Oh, yeah, that makes sense. They wouldn't know that I have a service to offer if I never say it.
0: So there's one tip you just threw out there that is, if you're if you're listening to this and you haven't played with Canva.com, it's amazing, super helpful for making infographics and posts and stories and all kinds of good stuff. So that's a great tip. And basically to what I heard you say was you learned you have to offer value in the post so that your people will, the people will come and find you and work with you.
1: Yes. Yeah. So they have to see, I think, just like when I buy a service, You know, I have to get some information nuggets and some things that make me trust that person that they have the knowledge to help me. And so as a marketing technique, you have to do the same.
0: Yes. Yeah. And so providing value, letting them get to know that you are the expert in your field, that you have the knowledge to help them, and then saying actually that you can help them. (laughs) and work with you for sure so important that is gold right there if you learn nothing else in this podcast just learn that that's amazing so how do you approach sales and how has your mindset evolved around sales as you've done libby's program
1: so, sales has always been such a challenging thing for me, so actually, when I first started doing sales was my my job at uh, it was at a community setting and so in addition to the teaching kitchen that I managed, I also did uh nutrition counseling. but it was the first time I was really selling it and so I just froze when I would talk to people. And I mean, the counseling there was, I mean, ridiculous. It was like so cheap. And I still had trouble getting people to invest in it. And after a while, I started getting better because I started realizing that I wanted to help. I wanted to help these people and I needed to sell myself. But it really wasn't until I kind of watched and went through some of the modules, the sales module that Libby has that I feel like I really got much better at it. It still is uncomfortable for me, but I, I do like those conversations now. So I think when I look at it as I'm not looking, I think I'm not looking at this person as I want their money I want to help them because when they tell me their story, I can relate with it so much because, you know, I was in that place where I did gain 25 pounds and I tried different things to lose it. And then I kind of found this portion control, quick meal approach and that worked. And I want to teach other moms like you can feel really good about yourself and you can do this without leaving out foods. And so I started to turn this sales approach into just like me desperately wanting to help them. Like I have to sell myself because I can help you. I've been there. And so I think that's really how I look at sales conversations is, is that I just, I want to help them because they reached out because they, they want that help. And I think there's always a part of us who that, We'll invest in something for our kids or our family, everybody but ourselves. And so, I think it—it's just something that kind of helps me with those calls. Is that you know what, moms, invest in yourself. You want this for you. And so, I think that's what kind of changed my whole mindset around that. Is that I just want to help them.
0: That is amazing. I'm sure that the conversation feels very different to them when you're coming into it with the mindset of I just want to help you because I understand what you're going through versus I desperately need your money. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. And I yeah, so they feel that. And just like, most people will pay if they if it's giving them what they really want, and they believe you can help them, they'll pay for it, they'll pay what you're worth. Mm-hmm. That is great, great advice. What advice do you have for someone who's scared to show their face other than flipping the camera?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I think you just have to do it. Like, you just have to get over it. It's a part of it. Like, if you want this to work, you got to show your face. I've never, ever liked selfies or taking pictures by myself. Like, I'm always taking pictures with other people in them. So, It was just something that you you have to look at it as if you want this private practice to work, they have to know who you are. And they can only do that by seeing you. And you can't always like they want to see you. Yeah, sometimes they want to see family or other people. But you can't always just wrangle someone in that photo with you. You've got to be confident and take those pictures and put them on your post and let people know that you're a real person. Behind all all of the graphics and things that you put out, but I think it's you just have to almost shut your thoughts down and go forward with it. So every time I do, like you know, today I even just went outside with my like tripod and took pictures, and I'm like, you know, yeah, I feel a little ridiculous doing this, but I'm like, it's I I don't care anymore. I don't like let my mind go to that place. I'm like, oh, you look so silly. And so I just kind of like, you no, know, it looks cute on the post. And I like, I never think that way about other people. Uh, you know, when I look at Instagram, I never think they look silly. So just have to kind of move past that.
0: That's great advice. Think about what you think when you see other people's posts and you see them showing their face in their videos and showing their face on the posts. And I'm sure everyone does it differently. And you may be fans of different ways of doing it. But find some people who you really like what they're doing. And like you said earlier, I think most people, most of us who have accounts that we really enjoy following, they're probably showing their face. We probably feel like I call them my Insta friends. We probably feel like they're our friends because we get to know them and their personality pretty well through their stories and their posts.
1: Yeah. And you know, it's, it's also whenever my friends or family will talk about people on Instagram, it is always because they're, they, know they're, they start to learn their personalities. And so I've also learned a lot through family and friends. Like, ah, you know, that is like just another reassurance. Like you have to show your face and be who you are, because that is why they follow all these different people is because they start to learn who they are by showing their face.
0: I love it. That is great advice. So, do you have any clinical stories or client stories you would like to share?
1: Yes, I do actually. There were several kind of floating through my mind, but this is kind of so, this is part of what I've always wanted to have my own business. I've always kind of had that entrepreneur spirit, but. I it wasn't until so my first clinical job I was at a pediatric hospital and I just remember getting such a small raise that it was like yay I can get an extra Chipotle burrito a month you know it was just it was just ridiculous. And so I was like, okay, I can't do this forever. And then the next job I I had, I actually had my employer, I went from just kind of being an assistant and just helping with tasks to actually managing um, the teaching kitchen on my own and taking on a lot of more, a lot more responsibilities, and going from hourly to salary. And whenever I asked for a raise, and it was $2,000 a $2,000 raise a year. That is nothing. For all the work that I was going to be doing, they denied me and then they said I'm sorry, we won't ever be able to pay you more. <gasps> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So <laughs> I was heartbroken because I did enjoy my job. But I felt like I had no
0: opportunity for financial growth. And, you were, and I knew you, were, you were even willing to be brave and advocate for yourself and show them what you were doing and still denied.
1: Yeah. And it's, you know, and they said never. And I think that was just so heartbreaking to me. And it made me know right then that job that I kind of felt like might have been my career for a really long time was over.
0: Wow. That is amazing. You made me speechless. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. So,
1: you know, (laughs) I think you just, you, there's things that happen in the clinical world. And I think we've all had those experiences where we've, had you know a very small raise if any or haven't had a raise in a long time but have more responsibilities and you know it's just with their own business there's so much more freedom around it it's a lot of work but it's almost a different type of work like I I enjoy what I do and even though there's some weeks where I work longer hours And some weeks I don't, it just kind of all balances out, but I don't feel the same way I did when I worked for somebody
0: else. That's true, isn't it? You're, you're managing your own self and the, when you do a great, amazing job, you're the one that reaps the benefits and you will give yourself a bang and raise. That's right. Absolutely. There's opportunity for financial growth. (laughs) Yay. So what advice would you give to a dietitian who is just starting out? You know, don't feel like you have to work
1: any job, any particular job to get, you know, that education that you need to be a good dietitian. I still work with interns all the time who tell me, You know, I know I need to do clinical. I know I need to do clinical. I'm like, who told you this? That is not true. And, you know, I'm like, where do you want to be? Where do you want to end up? Because, you know, we discredit ourselves and our education, but we have an intense education, an internship, and then a really lengthy, crazy exam. And so, you know, there's nothing we have to do as new dietitians. You just need to figure out what you want to do.
0: Absolutely. I would venture to guess that your clinical experience is not super relevant to helping moms lose weight. No. And honestly, I feel like
1: my clinical experience was just a bunch of repetitive information that was very basic. Like like, things that I, I... new. I I don't feel like I learned a whole lot. And it also made me feel like I wasn't making a difference. And so, you know, going into somebody's room that doesn't want you there and giving them a nutrition education, and especially half the time, nobody told them we were, you know, I was coming. (laughs) is just not the most rewarding job.
0: So true. And it it does maybe prepare you for sales calls. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So, you know, and that's what the nice part is, is when you are, they are paying for a product, then it's not free. They have to choose to invest in that. And then they're, they want your help. So it just feels so much more rewarding. Like the work that, I want to do and changing people's lives and having them see food differently and especially for me it's it's learning how to make healthy meals that are really flavorful because I just there's so many people that tell me healthy eating is boring and and it takes too long and I'm just like you have no idea then let me teach you because it's not at all because I never eat boring food and I eat healthy most of the time and so I'm just like you let me teach you. And so that is why, you know, I really work on that, you know, quick meals for moms, those 10 minute meals, because, you know, they don't have much more than 10 minutes. And then but they're, they're meals that are kind of like, they're just healthier versions of comfort food.
0: Absolutely. That if I was a mom trying to lose weight, I would be in. Yeah. (laughs) such a great message and it's so clear that you know exactly who you're speaking to and exactly how you can help them you have you're, you've got it you've got your niche down that's great yeah so what's next for you and your business so
1: i plan to just keep keep going keep setting these goals to keep keep getting more discovery calls i'm moving from Bundles into groups right now. So that's kind of their transition that I am in. So I'm trying to figure out how that will look and then trying to work on that type of marketing for that kind of switch over.
0: Love it. That's such a great switch. So excited. Yes. So can you tell people again where they can find you online?
1: Yeah. So you can find me at dot.
0: Mom on Instagram. Thank you so much. You shared so many super important things and helpful things. So I hope people reach out to you on Instagram and I know I will keep in touch with you on there as well. Sounds good. If you identify as a female dietitian or student, apply to my
1: coaching program. I'm accepting applications now. My clients go from zero to exceeding their sales goals. I save you time, energy, and I show you how to. Confidently become a dietitian boss. Thousands of your colleagues from around the world are doing it, and so can you. Apply on my website at libbyrothchild.com and check the show notes if you want that link right away.